It's time for some squat therapy. You're a host, Jason Ackerman, PIMP. Baby Jesus, break it down with the interesting mind. CrossFit's OG, he's one of a kind. Coaching, training, and mobility. Each episode of Quest of Virtuosity. Relevant CrossFit topics and stellar guests. He'll leave you wondering what he's going to say next on Squat Therapy. All right, we're back on Squat Therapy. Very special guest, Ron White. Welcome. Thank you. There's so many reasons we can talk about while, while you were on this podcast, Ron. Let's dive into it. First of all, longtime affiliate owner. Yes, going on three years now. And the name of your box? CrossFit Tried and True. I love it. And you're, you're in the Maryland area, correct? Uh, Central Pennsylvania. Uh, same thing, right? Same thing? <laughs> Cold with nothing to do. Most of the most of the time, yes. So we get blessed. We get blessed for about six months every year, but it feels like the cold season is definitely longer than the warm season. Yeah, you have that perpetual grayness going on. It it definitely happens every year. So three years you've been owning an affiliate. How's that going for you? Fantastic. We just uh, we just surpassed that uh that mark of a hundred members so i think that's like a milestone for everybody that they look for when it becomes time to strap down and and become an affiliate owner yeah i'd say that's about the point when your affiliate goes from being a hobby to a real business yes sir give me you know a lot of people that listen to this podcast are either current affiliate owners or, or coaches that are looking to one day become an affiliate owner, give me one thing you were very surprised at once you opened your own affiliate. Like, what's one thing you were not expecting? One thing that I was not expecting, how, <laughs> I guess it comes back, comes down to as being a coach and being an affiliate owner is just how easily people can give up and walk away. That surprised me because as soon as I started tackling um, my life of fitness, I, I didn't, I didn't see anything else as an option. So when, when people were just get so far in and start making progress and then just walk away for whatever reason it may be, it just, that was really the hard part that, that, uh, surprised me. I, I get what you're saying. And, and I can agree. It's kind of like, I've been going to the gym since I'm, you know, a freshman in high school, 13, and there's no other way. There's nothing there's no point in time where that's not going to be a part of my life, regardless if, if, if I have children or if I'm 80 years old. So we see people that have joined CrossFit and they're like going strong for three months, six months, even two years. And then all of a sudden they're not doing it anymore. Exactly. Like my fitness adventure started uh, almost nine years ago. And as soon as I made that turning point in my life, I, I had no other option. Like this was it. And especially as, especially as my son grew older and my daughters were born, I, I just see no other way. It, you know, and it's, the only thing I can equate it to in my life is, you know, I'm obviously a, a CrossFitter, but I'm a jujitsu practitioner as, as well. And there's times in my life where in the past it's taken a backseat, whether it's to running a business or a relationship or, or what have you. But it was always there, and I always knew I'd find my way back to it, even if I was off for three months or six months. But we see 
I mean, I can't tell you the dozens of people over the three affiliates I've, uh, that I've owned, like we've said, that have like, really, you're leaving? Like, you're not going to CrossFit anymore? It's not even that you're going to another box, which I can understand, but you're just going to stop? How does that, how does that, how do you work so hard to PR your snatch for six months and then all of a sudden you're, you're not interested anymore? That's, that's exactly it. And it's, it's mind boggling. <clears throat> so tell, okay, so that's something you were surprised at. Tell me, tell me what excites you every day as far as being a box owner. You know, so just so you know, I, you know, I follow you on Instagram, tried and true coach, gotten to know you through there and communicating, met one of your athletes, uh, this past weekend at a level one in Baltimore. Her name was Jillian. I tried to get her to, to give me some dirt on you, but she really didn't have any. And <laughs> I said, is, is he really up at like 4 a.m. doing Ramwad every day? And, and she's like, yeah, he's just crazy. He's crazy. <laughs> so what is something that gets you out of bed at 4 o'clock when it comes to owning that affiliate? How, how do you do that every day but, but still get that satisfaction and gratification? The biggest thing that gets me out of bed every day is just knowing that I never have to work retail again. That's, that's number one that I never have to go and punch somebody else's clock doing something that I don't enjoy. Uh, the next thing, one of the biggest satisfactions that I get, um, being a CrossFit coach, being an affiliate owner is, is getting to work with teenagers because I, I didn't have the best experience as a teenager i didn't have the best experience in high school and and uh on the first day that we opened uh, a young athlete named noah gush walked in to my 6 a.m class at the time it is now my 5 45 a.m class at 14 years old and and the kid has no quit in him and he just lit a fire for for me and in, in helping teenagers and now we have we have a handful of teenagers that come to the gym and 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 knowing that knowing that I get to see him first thing every day uh along with everybody else of course just that really makes it so worth it that's awesome and, and you know that's one thing that's really drawn me to you is that you can see through pictures and through your posts and the little we've spoken that you're passionate about it and I think that's what ultimately makes a, an affiliate successful. I talk to people all the time about, you know, th the question I get is, what's your piece of advice? What's your biggest piece of advice? You've owned three boxes, you've sold them, and it's, you know, be passionate and care about your members and everything else falls into place. There, there's, there's no other option. It, it comes back to, I've watched hours and listened to hours of Coach Glassman talk about, um, what to do. I've been crossfitting since 2009 myself and, and it just comes back to the, to the chasing excellence and, and you gotta care about people. Like you can't care about dollars and get into this business and be successful. You have to care about people to get into this business and be successful. That's the only way. It's the only, you know, and not just, it's not just the only way to make a living doing it, it's the only way to have any sort of job satisfaction. Absolutely. I mean, how many classes do you have on your schedule every day? Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, 
we operate 5.45 a.m., 9 a.m., 4, 5, 6, and 7 p.m. And right now we're trying to open up 12.30 p.m. How many of those classes are you coaching? Uh, I coach 5.45 a.m., 9 a.m. Uh, it's kind of a team effort at 5 p.m. And then uh, the, the evenings I get some break. Um, some days I have to coach the 7 p.m. Other days I don't. Uh, Jillian's been helping me with, uh, with, with her training that, that I've been you know, sitting on the sidelines and letting her run the show before she went to do her level one. And um, we have my business partner. She coaches the 4 p.m. every day. She does our CrossFit Kids program. And then we have two other coaches, Molly and JJ, that help out when they can. That's awesome. So you have some people helping out. It's not um, as if you're 24-7, but you're still playing a very, very active role at your box. Absolutely. I, I handle the programming. I, I, I'm the janitor. I, I run the social networking. I Basically, I eat, sleep, breathe this place. I'm here right now. <laughs> and what, what was your career prior to owning an affiliate? Uh, <laughs> I was bouncing around in between things. I did anything from retail to furniture delivery to food delivery to uh, construction. I, I just, I was, I was never, I never felt satisfied. I never felt like I was doing anything of purpose. How did you make that transition? I was on the phone with someone today who's interested in opening a box. And he has a regular, you know, normal job. He's a real estate, you know, agent or, or whatnot. And he's married. And I told him, I said, basically, look, there's never going to be that right time. It's never going to be like, oh, now. You know, it's always going to be a risk. And it's always going to be uh, stressful. And it's always going to be scary. So... How did you do it? What was the final straw or, or why did you finally make that call to leave, you know, a, a regular job? And this is what I was telling him. I said, I, I go back and forth. I've never had a quote unquote real job. You know, I've worked for other people here and there, but always really creating my own schedule and, and, and whatnot. So I've never been a part of that normal nine to five work world. And, and part of me is somewhat envious of those people because you punch in, you punch out, maybe mentally you're done at 5 o'clock, you get a check every two weeks, and you know what to expect. Where, as you're learning, and as, I, as I've learned over my 37 years on this earth, that it, it's not always that easy. I mean, I have to figure out where that next check is coming from, and I'm returning texts at 11 at night, and then right back at it at 6 in the morning. So, so what, was, what caused you to do it, and, and how did that feel? How did it make you feel? Well, I mean, I, I was coaching for uh, affiliate about a half hour away for a while, and um, I parted ways, parted ways with them, and then uh, I, helped, uh, I helped a friend start another affiliate here in the area, and I was part-time delivering food and, you know, just coaching for free because I, I love it so much. I didn't want to not be helping people at the time after parting ways with the affiliate that I used to be at. And, um, and then one of the newer members just approached me and said, Hey, do you want a business partner? And I didn't even hesitate. I said yes immediately. 
you know, I, I don't, I'm not going to turn down the opportunity because I, I never really knew anything about business and, and coming, coming from a non-business background, just knowing that I wanted to open a box and to be a coach for the rest of my days, I said yes immediately. Um, the, the turning point for me was just when that, that original affiliate that I was working with, you know, finally offered me a paycheck for helping them. I, I, I didn't think twice. I knew, I knew that that was the opportunity that I had been looking for. And I told the job that I was working at at that time that I was done. And then the same thing once, once we opened tried and true and, you know, the, and early on, we, we were very successful early on. And when we were able to take pay, take a paycheck ourselves as owners, um, I just stepped away from that part-time job. I didn't even think twice. Like if, if it's what you want to do, it's all you're going to think about. And there's not going to be any other option. So you kept a regular job while owning your affiliate. It was, it was part-time. It was probably 20 hours a week if that, but yes, I mean. And what was the, uh, you said it was when you took a check. Is that, that's when you decided, because I see a lot of affiliate owners do that as well. You know, they're working a job and then my attitude is, hey, you're not giving 100% to this business that you're trying that's, to create. That's exactly the decision that like, that was the turning point is like, you know, I, even when we were struggling um, last year, like. I, I wanted to, I thought about taking a part-time job or something just to supplement income. And, and then at the same time, it was pulling at me that, you know, that's time away from my business. I can't give myself to somebody else when I need to give myself to my business, exactly. to what I want, to what I want to have for the rest of my life. Exactly. And you know, that's even to this day for me, a constant struggle when I go, even just coach for someone, it's like, I, I do it simply because I love coaching, but it's often what people have to stop and think it's not about the money you're making. It's about the money you're not making. Exactly. When, when you're looking at it from a business perspective, yeah, you might make, you know, whatever you're making at your part-time job, but could you be making more money if you devoted those 20 hours to CrossFit tried and true? I, that's that's exactly it and and my business partner recently made the same decision you know I was here and I was able to you know hold the fort down and and she's a single mom three kids and um, shared custody and whatnot and she was working a part-time job and then as soon as as soon as she saw the light of day for the the business to stop struggling she said to her employer she's like she's like I gotta go I got to put my efforts where it's needed and and like she was able to walk away from that part-time gig and and uh we've come together and given all of our effort to this and now things are just growing um organically like they like I've always wanted them to and it's just awesome it's where you put your energy is where you're going to get the return A absolutely and and I think that's what ultimately separates you know affiliate owners or entrepreneurs in, in, in general from those that just are willing to go to work for someone else. Exactly. You and I got started around the beginning of the year with Romwad. I, I've been Romwadding since the 2015 Open when they offered a month for free. Right. I, made a I made a decision 
at the beginning of this year that I was not going to miss a day all of 2016. You don't have to brag about it, Ron. We get it. <laughs> we get it. So the, the point is, I don't want to say who started this. I believe it was me, but that's fine. So <laughs> January 1st, you haven't missed one day of Ramwad yet? No. I did. I did start at like 11.50 p.m. one night, and it finished into the next day, but I haven't missed a single day. 11.50 p.m.? What time does your alarm go off? Well, this was, this was before I started getting up at 4 every day. This was on a, on a weekend night. We were out of town. And Got a little home. crazy, decided to yeah. rob wad at midnight. I had to. I couldn't miss that day. So I want to hear more about this, but you get up at 4 a.m. every day? I, I about... Three weeks ago now, I made the decision to set my alarm for 4 o'clock every morning. My wife and I get up, um, and we come to the gym, and, and, and one of the other athletes comes in, and we meet at 4, 4, 4, 4.45, 4.50, and we run out every morning. What time were you getting up prior to that? Uh, 5, 5.15, just to make it here to coach my... 545 class. So it wasn't a huge, huge shock to your system. Not, not a huge shock to my system, um, but it definitely opened up. It, it definitely opened up the opportunity to be more alert and more prepared to, to be myself, to be the best version of myself that I can be for that class. And the morning routine, as cliche as it sounds, like it just starts me off on the right foot. Do you find? when doing Ramwad that early that your body's stiff and tired or do you feel like you're still getting the benefits of it? Uh, I definitely feel that I'm getting the benefits of it. Um, definitely feel that I'm stiff and tired because, you know, I, I train, I train an hour in the morning and an hour in the afternoon on, uh, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. And I, just like everybody else, I like to go heavy. I like to work hard. So, I mean, my body definitely hurts, but I don't think I could do it anymore. I don't think I could do it to the intensity that I'm doing it without Ramwad. So you're training twice a day, almost every day, plus Ramwad. So that's still a good amount of training. I mean, I, there were times when I owned an affiliate, and it was like, man, I'm lucky if I got to sneak in a 10-minute workout. Right. So that's, that's, um, that's good that you're able to, to still do that. And, and, that I, and I've often told affiliate owners, hey, you can't sacrifice your own training and you have to remember why you started because you love this and if you're not training you're going to be of little use to to your athletes if you're not happy i try to follow that mentality that the barbell shrug crew has where you just have to drop everything and train like you you can't you can't be a coach a good coach and not know the suffering that your your athletes are going through as well and it's just a priority to me, just like, you know, people will make their own decisions and they'll prior prioritize their time for what is important to them. How, how hard is it, though? I mean, I know for me, whether it's getting back to texts or checking emails or whatnot, sometimes I just can't shut it down. How hard is it? Do you, do you have an alarm that goes off? Do you just, is there a point in your day where you just force yourself? Do you keep your phone on you when you are training? Uh. Yes, 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 yes. Um, to, everything, <laughs> to everything, I, I, the the alarm thing is new, but it's just a it's just a reminder that it's time. And 
I set the alarm for 10 o'clock and it goes off and it says drop everything and train. Um, and, but, and I've also, I've, I also come up with a plan at that 10 o'clock session to just, to just be super intelligent with what I'm doing as far as making the best of my time. And then either four o'clock or five o'clock PM when I have other coaches here, I jump in on the class. So I get that. I get that aspect of, you know, what CrossFit's about. I get to be a part of my community, not just the leader of my community. So you, you do the programming that you set forth for your box? I sure do. That's, that's badass. That's, I think that's a big mistake that a lot of boxes aren't doing these days. And So you program for your box? Yes. And then you go ahead and you hit that as well? Yes. And I also program my weaknesses because I'm not going to get better if I don't. Absolutely. We just didn't. We just did Nancy yesterday, and overhead squats crushed me. Why, why do you think that? Mobility. <laughs> Even with all the ROMWOD? Uh, I have shoulder issues due to uh, jujitsu, due to riding bicycles. Um, I spent a lot of time in internal rotation. I got, I got armbarred a lot, and my elbows and shoulders are not happy. <laughs> so you're a jujitsu guy like me. I, uh, I trained... Mixed martial arts and Brazilian jiu-jitsu, that's how I got into fitness. That's where I learned about CrossFit. How old are you? I am 33. I was going to say, you've run the gamut like me. You've been around for quite some time. <laughs> you've been well, around. Luckily, luckily, I watched those old again faster roundtable videos, so I know a little bit about you. Oh, I get that. <laughs> you've done your recon. You've done it. So... What's gonna happen? You're gonna, you know, I, you're kind of joke about Ramwad this year is it's 366 because it was leap year. You gonna finish? Oh, absolutely. And then what's the plan? I mean, if you're like me, it's like once you get a streak like that going, you're not gonna stop. I'm not gonna stop. Like that was, that was the, that was the plan was just to to make sure that I make it a priority. Um, last year, last year when I when I started it, I didn't miss. I, the days that I did miss after the 2015 Open, it wasn't because like, it wasn't because I didn't want to do it. I just didn't prioritize it that day, and it's stupid to think that you can't prioritize 20 minutes. You know, what's what's 20 minutes? Like, it's like it's it's like he says during the Ramwad sessions. Just do it. Just do your Ramwad every day. You're gonna feel better. It's true, and there. I mean, like you, I. I don't think I've been quite as consistent, and sometimes on the weekends it's a little harder at a seminar, but I'll, if I don't uh, necessarily turn it on, I'll try to look up what postures they're doing that day. I just follow the day-to-day -day programming. That's all I do as well. And um, Or like a Thursday, like today, I don't always have time to do the Warrior Series, so I might bounce around a little bit in between what I'm doing, but I, for me, you know, I've been doing yoga for 15, 20 years, and... That's nothing, awesome. you know, nothing they're doing is like, oh my god, this is crazy. It's just, hey, it forces me to do it. It, it's kind of like programming. I don't do what I want. You know, if I did yoga on my own, I would do the same three postures every day. So this is like, <laughs> just the ones, just the ones that don't hurt. Yeah, exactly. So this is like, <laughs> you know, shoot, I got to do fragging. What the hell, you know, or my least favorite saddle. Um, you know, so it's um, it's motivating in that respect. Let me I'm here. I got a tough question for you. Okay. This is ch tough. You're gonna have to think on this. I've noticed lately, and I'm not trying to call you out, Ron. I've noticed lately 
You're doing Ramwad and Reed. Yes. Here's, here's a tough question. I want you to take a moment. Think about it. Okay. Are you getting the benefit of it if you're reading? Absolutely. I mean, I'm not, I'm not taking my focus away from how deep I'm allowing myself going to the stretch. And then at the same time, because I'm so focused already in what I'm doing while Ramwadding, it's allowing me to, to focus on what I'm doing in the book. And uh, I'm currently reading Greatness is Upon You by Dr. Eric Thomas. Um, and, and just I'm, I'm able to soak it all in. Uh, reading is new to me. This is, I, used to, I used to hate it. It would put me to sleep immediately. And just like Ramwad, you know, it's just I had to force myself to do it. I had to prioritize it. Um, and that, and if I do those two things at the same time, that's a guaranteed 20 minutes a day that I, that I dive into a book. And, and after listening to uh, Barbell Business, listening to uh, Thank God It's Monday with Eric Thomas and other, other people talk about what it takes to be successful, you hear it over and over and over again. Success to be, one of the things that, you have to do to be successful is read. And I, it was, it was something that was lacking. It was lacking from my, from my daily life. And now I don't, I don't do it every day. Um, I did miss a few days over the weekend. I, I, I honestly just wanted to take a break. Um, but I, I dove right back in, uh, this morning and I think uh, yesterday morning and this morning and, and I'm ready to go again. It's funny you say that because I was actually listening to a podcast uh, earlier this week, a Tim Ferriss podcast. Have you heard of Tim Ferriss? Yep, I know who Tim Ferriss is. His episode with Edward Norton is amazing. Cool. Well, I mean, I download them all, but I, hadn't, I haven't heard that one yet. But he was with a guy named Noah Kagan, and a very sim- similar theme to what you're saying. They were like, we don't know of anyone that's successful that doesn't read. And it was... That night that I was like, okay, I got to get back in the habit. And like you, it's hard. Like, I, I, I love reading when it's something I'm interested in. Yep. And um, I noticed I was trying to force myself to read all these business books and, you know, self-help type books. And it, it wasn't as, as motivating. So I had to find the right book. You're talking Eric Thomas, the, the guy who has that crazy video about breathe. If you want to be successful, you got to breathe. Yes. Yeah, that's a great. Yep. That's one of my, if you haven't seen that video get on it. But, um, I, I agree. And again, I'm not trying to call you out. There's a lot of times I'm doing Ramwad while responding to emails and whatnot. Cause it's like, Hey, if I don't do it now, I'm not going to do it at all. So I, I agree with you. I'm, let's do this, Ron. I'm going to get that book. What's it called? Greatness is upon you. Greatness is upon you. And, uh, I think there's a workbook that goes with it and I made the mistake of not ordering it. So get the workbook. Yeah, if, if, if that's an option on the, the site, make sure you get, the, get that. All right, I'm going to download that. I'm gonna, I think you and I should start a little bit of a book club. What do you think? Uh, I'm game. I know that uh, one of Tim Ferriss' books is on my, on my to-read list. I want to read The 4-Hour Workweek really bad. It's a great book. I've read, it, I've read all three of his books, but that's a great one. Yes. Let's do it. All right. Well, it, you, you've said it all wrong. You've really talked about everything. You've talked about being an affiliate owner, Ron Wadding, 
getting up at 4 a.m. Is there anything else you wanted to add while I have you here on the podcast? I mean, not not really. I mean, I was kind of nervous going into this, uh, not quite knowing what we would talk about, but you asked some great questions that definitely definitely got me going. Um, just for those people that want to do it, just do it. Uh, if it's burning inside you, then there's no question. I love it. How can people get in touch with you if they want to hop on a book club or they want to learn more about you know, your Ramwad every day or if they're in the beautiful central Pennsylvania area and they just want to get a workout in? Uh, you can go to CrossFitTriedAndTrue.com. My email address is available on there. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at TriedAndTrueCoach. And then I'm on Facebook, facebook.com backslash or forward slash Ron White 570. You got it. And we're going to start that book club. Ron, I'm going to hit you up outside of this podcast. You're already into Greatness is Upon You. So I'm going to find a book. I'm going to put it out there in the social media world. We're going to talk about it on the podcast. How much longer you need on Greatness is Upon You? How much longer? I'm, you I'm a little bit around halfway through, maybe just past halfway through. All right. Well, get to some Rod Wad. Go do the Warrior Series today and finish that book so we can start a new one. I got a couple a couple good ones on my list that I'd like to, to read along with you. Sounds great, Jason. All right, Ron, it's been a pleasure. We'll have you back on when we get this book club going. In the meantime, I hear your alarm going off. It's time for you to go get your second workout of the day. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot. Enjoy Pennsylvania. Thank you. Enjoy Florida. <laughs> I will.